Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you back to the Ad1920 podcast, a place where we encourage ourselves as men to come into that which God has made or planned for our lives as men to be spiritual leaders and even for our home and our family and the society that the Lord has called us into. And so we've been treating the series uh, Sons of God and um, we're going to be going into the second uh, character or the second son of God that we'll be discussing. Remember last week we talked about Lot and we learned a lot from him, from his life, how he was a man that could identify or understood God's plan and mind in terms of being able to see uh, the, the vision and being able to identify God's visitation, even for his although he missed the opportunity to really use that visitation, but he learned that from Abraham. So there was something positive that he was able to learn not all of the other things that we all talked about uh, in terms of Lord's life, but he was able to learn uh, that, but also learn the danger of not negotiating our rescue plan. When the Lord asked him to move, he failed to move, and they call for us to also teach our family to really be able to lead our family into God's plan and, and uh, purpose. But he indeed learned hospitality from Abraham, but he failed to rely on Abraham in terms of picking the location where he lives. So today, last week we said we're going to be talking about Nahor, but no, we're not talking about Nahor, we're going to be talking about Terah. We're going to be talking about Terah, uh, the father of Abraham. And so we're going to dive deep into, into that. So we're focusing on him. And so there's one thing, his name itself means delay. And so while we're talking, you see why we're we sharing the meaning of the name of, of Terah. His name means delay or wanderer. So he set out, so he was the first person. Now, originally, he, it was not Abraham that was moving to the land of Canaan. He was the one that set out to go to the land of Canaan, but the Bible says he settled on the way in the place called Haram. Unfortunately, Haram is not the name of his uh, son. You know, he had three sons, Abraham, Nahor, and Haram, but this Haram means something different. This Haram means something totally different. So the, the history of God's people on earth will never be complete without terror. Without, without, without terror. So it's very important that we understand that. that it's very important that he must come into this uh, story. So let's quickly read from Genesis chapter 11, 31 to 32. The Bible says, One day, Terah took his son Abram. Then it was not Abraham yet. Abram, his daughter-in-law, Sarai. Then she was not yet Sarah. Sarai, that's his son's wife. And his grandson, Lot, that's his son's Haran's child. And moved away from Ur all of the Chadian, that was where they were living in all of the Chadian, and it was headed for the land of Canaan, but they stopped at Haran and settled there. Terah lived for 205 years and died wisely in Haran. He died on the journey to fulfill his destiny. So the first question we need, or the first lesson we need to draw from Terah's life, is going to be a question to you, our listener, and a question to myself, the speaker, is where have you stopped on your destiny journey or where are you trying to stop on your destiny journey he for terror he stopped at Haran. i believe my lord have been talking about abraham now would have been talking about terror if he has continued on this journey and get to the clan of Canaan. abraham would have called into the story just like the way we talk about isaac to abraham but he failed in this journey he stopped on the way and so there's a lot of if what if what if Yet continued. What if maybe the suffering of the children of Israel through 400 years of this slavery would not have happened? Remember, we're also talking about the permissive will of God and 
his, 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 his original way, his permanent way, you know, his complete way, which is the best. But most times we all settle for his permissive way, but we don't settle for his ultimate way for our lives. So he just lived here 205 years, and the Bible said, and he died in Haram. And so that is the question we're asking. Where are you staying now in your life? Which Haram are you staying at this particular moment in your life? And this Aram is different from the, the name of his own son. This Aram means bitter or harsh or a crossroad. So are you at a crossroad, daily darling, on what to do with God's life? But so the sons of God is calling you into a deeper question that you must not stop your journey on the way. However, we must realize what it means to live as an immigrant in different land. Having lived, you know, sometimes it's not easy. No one will say it, it looks sometimes it looks like as if it's easy, but being living as an immigrant in a foreign land far away from home is not an easy journey. It comes with a lot of pressure. Somebody that lived in two to three countries in my life and I sometimes traveled most places, spent three months, two months, one month in places, or more than 20 uh, countries across the world, I understood you know, a little bit of what it means. What are the implications? Sometimes it comes with frightening experiences. I don't know if you might be an immigrant in a different land now listening to me. You can even be still in your country, but you're far away from your loved one and all of that. There is somebody that can hold you in that journey. So it is a journey you must not take lightly. God says, no, it is a recommendation for us to leave our father and mother and cleave to our wives. And so sometimes it's not even about traveling away. But the first journey for us as men is a journey that we must make. A journey of traveling out away from our comfort zone. God says it is a recommendation for us to leave our purpose. It's essentially man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife or cleave to his purpose as a single person now. And you must never remain in your house forever. So where comfort zone have you found? This haram that we say it's a play that has the meaning of bitter and harsh, but it also had, based on the history and all of that, it was like a metropolitan city that has a lot of pleasing things and all of that. But what God was calling terror for was deeper than that. He stopped there. So the question for your life is, are you still at home? Are you cave to your home? We've seen a lot of people that have not been separated away from their family. When we mean separated away, it does not mean you do not care for them, but you cause them, you allow them to detect everything you do. Your parents take control every part of your lives and what you do, what you say. Even at home, even at some are married men, you still take permission from your parents to do stuff. That is an abomination. That is not the order of the spirit. And so it's important. So now back to uh, the life of Terah and what are some of the lessons from his life that can really benefit us, even as the sons of God, even as men in our life. So one, he is a man of love. So it was so critical here that when he was leaving, he never left his children behind. He took Abraham, then his name was this Abraham, took Sarah, his wife, and also remembered to take the, 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 no, his, 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 his grandson, Lot, around. He cared for them. You know, and, and when I was just preparing for this podcast, I did some research to look at some uh, historical documentation outside of the Bible and outside of what was documented, there was a lot of things that was said about his life. He was a man that clearly and truly loved his family. He provided for their need. He made all of that available. Are you a man of love? You no, know, funny enough, some couple of days back, we celebrated love, right? 
February 14 and millions and millions of dollars and billions of dollars were spent on that day but the question is that do we truly love as the world in love do you love your family do you love people around you are you boastful do you care about others are you jealous or you love in hypocrisy but for this man Terra he loved so the first call for us as sons of God is to really love our family and love brings in a lot of sacrifice love brings them when it's kind and love never fails you do you want to last forever do you want to really walk in the plan of God for your life then you must love you must be a man full of love so that's one lesson from his life the second lesson we're going to be picking from the life of Terra is that he sees the future and name his children for greatness all of his three kids were named for greatness what name are you giving to your children no, you know, it's so funny that now people no longer even spend time. Especially for us as believers, um, because I hope I'm speaking to believers. We don't spend time at the place of prayer to get names for our kids. People want to get, especially, sorry to say this, on the continent of Africa. And in all of these places, we want to get all of these high-sounding uh, Western names, European names. And we no longer look for worthy names that praise the Lord for our kids and all of that. We don't spend time at the place of the Spirit to even look for names. Some names when people call their kids now you can't even find them in the Bible or anywhere, you know, because they want to sound polish, they want in the future. I hear different reasons that people give name for their kids or that in the future it can open doors for them, it can do that. Oh, that's so sad for you as a believer. Thinking like that. You know, some have all of the sweet name Clinton and all of those things, and it will never open any door for their life if there's no spiritual covering over their life. But for the man Terra, he knew about the future. So for each of his children. He gave them a name. Even Abraham or Abraham then, he meant exalted father. Exalted father. Haram, his own son means great height. And Nahor, Nahor his son means the slayer. The slayer. He will be slain evil, will be slain conquering kingdom and all of that. And they were all great kids. So what are you naming your children? Have you seen their future? Are you calling for their future by the name? Not just the name they bear in the government documentation, but what name do you call them daily at the place of prayer? What name do you call them daily as they move around the house and do things? And this is what I'm teaching myself to always bless my daughters, to always call my daughter out, no, no, by, by great names. I learned that a lot from my wife. And because she's good at doing that, no, naming things the way you want them. The Bible says we should call for things as though they were. And that is where we need to live. Three. He was a man of faith. Because to set out on this journey, he started going to the land of Canaan. He deserved faith. What is the Lord calling you on to that you are scared of? You must set out in faith. For you to be able to reach that destiny land, for you to be able to reach that place that the Lord is calling you, you have to set out in faith. And so he was a man of faith. And he set out on the journey of faith. He allowed, he, you know, but there's one thing that he did that, 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 that I looked from different commentary and different conversation. They, they said there was a lot of tragedy that happened. And that's why he settled at Haram. That at that point, he lost one of his son and I think his dad and all of that. There was a lot of things going on. And he stopped at Haram where he was not supposed to stop. Are you allowing any tragedy in your life to stop you now? Do you want to allow any tragedy to you know, stop you from going into where God is calling you to? So, brother, I want to challenge you. Don't never allow tragedy to stop you from moving. That's the prayer we need to pray to God to continue to help us. We should never allow tragedy to stop us. The next lesson from his life is that, from we can learn from his life, that God moves with purpose. 
Even Terah didn't see it. God had a complete mission for him through his son. So when he didn't complete it, God had to raise his son. So God's purpose cannot be thwarted. Sometimes when you fail to see it, hopefully one of your kids will pick it up. But you don't want to you know, gamble on that. You yourself want to see it. What have your own father started and not finished? And what are you leaving undone for your own kids too? That's a question. And so you need to go back to the ask, God, looking at my dad, what are some of the vision, what are some of the things he was desiring to do? Because that's how it's supposed to be. Our kids are supposed to be greater than us, so we are supposed to be also greater than our parents. So you need to go back and see what mission has the Lord given to your dad? What mission has the Lord given to your family that you think the Lord is calling you to complete? And the same thing, do you want to try your best not to leave undone business for your kids and just usher them into their own calling? Or you want to set the right stage for them so that they can continue to finish that work? Point down this question. And lastly, one of the lessons we can learn from the life of Terah as we continue our journey as men in the kingdom is that we need to be deliberate in passing down messages to our children. And if you notice that, why did we say that? There was something that really happened because Nahor was not supposed to be, the, the Nahor would not have stopped. So there are a lot of commentary, a lot of commentary that said maybe Nahor, well, or, I mean, sorry, Terah would not have stopped his journey where he stopped if Noah really wrote down things because the Bible said there was a lot of silence. After Noah, after the generation of Noah passed and the flood ended and Noah came back and started living, there was silence. There was no passing down of the message of God from that generation. And so that was where that break happened. And so who knows if Terah might have had that and something would have happened. But thank God for Abraham, Abraham. And that's why God said, I know Abraham. I know he was going to teach his children. I know he's going to teach them to pass it down from generation to generation. That was the mandate of God. And that's why he said, I cannot keep anything that I'm going to do away from him. And so we need to do our utmost best to pass down this message of the kingdom. Not just the Bible alone, but what is God doing in your life? What are some of the journey? What are some of the things the Spirit is doing? You need to pass it up to your kids. So in conclusion, so I get this quote from somewhere already about uh, someone that was talking about the commentary on the life of, of, of Terra. And I think it's very, very uh, prominent that we read it. They said, the lessons of Terra move us to complete our journey well and to worship Jesus alone and follow him wherever he leads. Terra's journey reminds us that there is a better place ahead. Don't stop at Haram place. There is a better place ahead. And so we must complete whatever work God has given us. So my invitation to us brothers at this hour, and if there's any sister also listening to us at this hour, is for us to really pause and ask God, what journey have my parents started that I need to complete? What journey am I being invited to go? Help me not to stop on the way. And I pray and I trust that the Lord God Almighty will hear our prayer and cause us to finish our journey well in Jesus' name. Amen. So that's been it today on the Son of God's series and we've talked about Terra. And so by the grace of God, next week we're going to be looking at, for me I feel it's somebody that is unique and somebody that is great in the Sons of God series. We're going to be looking at Paul and what are some of the things we're going to learn uh, from his journey. Stay with friends, stay with brothers. May the Lord help us all to complete our journey in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye-bye.